welcome to Columbia Food Chat. I'm your host, Brian Cole, and thank you so much for joining me on this culinary adventure of the Midlands of South Carolina. I'm so glad that you have chosen to to be with me today. And before we start today's episode, I'd like to just remind you that tickets for our next sweet surprise food tour are already on sale on our website columbiafoodtours.com so if you haven't had a chance to yet make sure you go get those tickets as soon as you can uh, because we had so many people that reached out to us and were so disappointed with um, being not being able to get tickets the last time you don't want to miss out on this tour but for today's episode i like to joke that we have a famous guest on on the program and the reason i say that is as jokingly is because um, we have Chef James Scott Jr. joining us, and for those of you who are in the Columbia Foodie Facebook group, which I'm assuming most of you probably are, you may have seen a post that my wife made um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was her birthday, and I decided to hire a private chef for her birthday to come out and, and cook in our kitchen and prepare this gourmet meal, and she made a post about how amazing it was, and it just absolutely blew up. And Chef James Scott is now very popular, not just because he's one of the nicest guys that I've met, but also because his food is absolutely incredible. He is what you would call a private chef. And I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about what that means um, and also about his um, amazing story about where he came from, from his childhood all the way up to where he is now today. So enjoy this interview with Chef James Scott Jr. We're here with Chef James Scott Jr. of Street Provision. Chef, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and and what you do? All right, so um, well, um, I'm from uh, Decatur, uh, Decatur, Georgia. Uh, I've been cooking for about 15 years now. Um, I started started cooking really um, with my with the women in my family when I was a young kid with family gathers and stuff and uh once like like once me and my cousin were done uh playing video games and well when I was done playing video games I would go in the kitchen and literally like my first thing that I like started getting involved with was cleaning chitlins or chitlins whatever you want to call it but um I don't eat chitlins now but that was the first thing I I touched so that kind of put me I started getting like wanted to learn more things about cooking so that's that's how I started Okay. So you'd say that, um, you know, you said the, the women in your life were your, your biggest influence for um, becoming a chef? Uh, yes. My aunt, my aunts, my grandma, my mom, they were, they were all my biggest influence. Okay. And did you have any formal training or was it all self-taught? Uh, no, I have, uh, I went to school at Le Cordon Bleu right after high school. Um, I was pretty much right after high school. I was on washing dishes doing prep and going to school at the same time. And, uh, I went to the Cordon Bleu. Um, it's a celebrated program uh, up in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. So for those of you who may not be familiar with Chef um, Scott, he is um, probably the, the hottest chef in Colombia right now. If, you, if you're in some of the um, food groups uh, in, you know, in the Columbia area for you know, the Columbia foodies and whatnot. You've probably seen posts regarding him. His company is Street Provisions. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that name that you came up with, Street Provisions? What is, 
what does that mean? Where did it come from? Oh, okay. So first, like, um, I have a have a trouble background. Um, um, so I've been in drugs and and alcohol. I have you know been addicted to drugs and alcohol. So, um, I, I like I've been homeless as well. So it's like okay, I I grew I grew up in you know pretty pretty decent household. You know, I didn't really me and my brother didn't want for anything. Uh, so I think our, our parents did well. Um, but um, as as my while I was growing up. I ran into some trouble, uh, you know, hit rock bottom a few times, then more times than I should have. I always wanted to do something outside a restaurant. And I, once I get got back into um, the culinary field, I decided, so do I want to do a food truck or do I want to um, just do private dining? So the street um, the street provisions is like, okay, where I, st- like I started back from the ground up and my provisions what God gave me the provisions and everything for me to do what I need to do. So that's what the name came from, street provisions. What a great story! You know, basically, you said you were you were homeless a couple times to just uh, to coming up to being one of the um, the up and coming chefs in the Columbia area. I mean, what a what a great inspirational story that you have. Um, so you're a you're a private chef, and my wife and I were fortunate enough to have you come out and do a dinner uh, for us recently, and it was one of the best culinary things that I've experienced. It was phenomenal. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what's the process like um, as far as um, what all goes into doing a private dinner for somebody? Uh, so first, I don't think people really know how much it goes into uh, to doing a, a dinner for someone. So first, you know, I have to ask, you know, uh, what's their preference? They have a preference. Uh, then, you know, I go off based off if they want uh, wine pairings or not. Um, and then I you know, I will uh, if I'll create a menu based off if they went through the five courses and and I'll send it to them. If they like it, then I'll put it on, I'll design it, put it on Canva. And then, well, first, my bad, wine. I would, before I send it a menu, I want to make sure my prices are right. So I'll, I'll call around to see if I got the right, you know, good prices for the right quality of, of product I want to use. And then, um, then I'll, determine the price from there normally i have a set range but based on what they have if they want but if they want something you know more on the expensive side obviously the price price will go up so from there then i have to go either me or my wife where i kind of like hey you know i kind of you know have a run of errands too as me and my like my you know manager slash uh sous chef slash 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 you know so it's, i understand it's, that <laughs> so um so it's so we have to go and um you know go get the ingredients and I can't get the ingredients too soon or they're gonna uh they're you know there are ways and I have to prep because since I work you know I you know work outside of doing my private dining I have to prep when I get home uh so there's a uh, a certain amount of time that I have to finish the prep and then most of the times I'm prepping the day of in the morning and then um make sure my plates are right. Make sure I figure out what kind of plate design I want, uh, and everything fits. I know accordingly, and then we we pack everything, uh, go to the destination, and then we uh, present. You know what we have for uh, for our service. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about the creating the menu part of it. So, when somebody comes to you and they say, you know, chef, I, I want to do a dinner, but I don't really know. You know, I don't really know what to do. Like, what's your inspiration for putting a menu together? Uh, first, I will base go based off um 
obviously what I, I would like if they don't know what they want to do I would go based off what I like to do and and um um or I most of all I try to do local and seasonal uh seasonal ingredients for the most part for for the most part if I if I can and then I will go based off okay let's say if they don't they don't know they want I like to cook you know certain things I like to cook if it's duck or scallops or whatever I will say hey you know I'll put that together you know as far as a dish and then um you know find out when I'm creating the dish okay I'm visualizing what it's going to look like in my head while I'm while I'm creating it most of the time it comes out the way I visualize it sometimes it doesn't but uh, <laughs> that's okay it happens you know that's a you know I need to start like writing it down because I use you know I, I call it being in the lab in my head since so you know sometimes my wife was like you stand off of space I was like no I'm not staring off of space I'm <laughs> you're thinking about <laughs> your menu <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well let's 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 take let's step back and 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 you know when you're mentioning you know creating a menu how much of you know if when you're creating a menu how much of that is is drawn back from your you know your childhood you talked about how you know the women in your life being such inspirations you know in, in the kitchen you know how much do you draw upon those memories and those experiences from your own um you know remembering the days cooking with your aunt uh well so most of some of it is like okay uh depending on what it is or um if it's just you know remembering the the if i'm if like if I'm like stuck on a certain thing, I might go back to like, hey, what tasted good when I was a childhood and kind of modernize it. Um, so that's what I would do at, at certain points or pick like things how they season stuff with. I may tweak it in my own and and season like, if I, let's say for instance, like a short rib or something like that. Like if I do like a, a rub or something like that, I will kind of pick the you know, used to pick their brain on what they do, and then as far as like desserts um pick their brains on as far as like the desserts and stuff like that from back when I um which I, I, sometimes now too you know most of the time back from when I was helping them out yeah you're speaking my language at the short ribs that's what that's what James cooked for me and my wife um at our dinner and it was mind-blowing it was so good and uh, so we mentioned you're a private chef so how does being a private chef differ from being a traditional restaurant chef um doing a private chef doing from a traditional restaurant chef first is it's all on you um if you you know make a mistake it's your name uh obviously you don't want to put your bad name uh at a restaurant either because you know you won't you necessarily probably won't have a job or you you know um anything where it's just you know you have to you know, prove yourself, you know, that you're worthy of, you know, being in a position or something like that. Um, it's just, you have to worry about all the, you know, food costs, labor costs, which in certain, if whatever um, position you're in, in the restaurant, you have to worry about the same thing, which helped me out as well, you know, learning how to do uh, food costs and labor costs and stuff where labor is just pretty much uh, majority of the time, um, um, couple of service I have, or if it's like my, my, my wife or my, my sister-in-law, uh, her best friend. Um, but yeah, so it's just, it's pretty much, you know, you're finding, you know, your logo, your, uh, you have to have insurance. Um, uh, if you want to do serve alcohol, you have to have a, you know, liquor license or a temporary liquor license. So you got to worry about that. Um, just small little things that you wouldn't think of. And then, uh, as far as like, since, you know, it's just, um, a small 
I have a small company. It's not like I can go to um when I want to buy produce, I can't go to like uh I can go to U.S. Food depending on how big my the dinner is. But if I want to get like for something for two or three things, I have to go to like shop around different stores instead of like hey, can I go to I can go to U.S. Foods and get it for cheaper for bulk, but why would I do that? I'd be wasting if I do if I do that. Now, what about the as far as the food aspect? Like, uh, so if you're at a restaurant and you're cooking, and your restaurant is one particular style, let's say you know Italian, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, being a private chef, you probably have to be able to be a little bit more versed in in all types of styles, depending upon what your customer wants, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, luckily, I have the yeah, so I have the free range of like from what I know to kind of. I want to uh, infuse some things together as far as like, you know, uh, different styles, different inspirations, but have this like have the same like techniques um, I can. But um, but yes, I'll have to have no a broad range of of know what cuisine I would like, you know, want to do depending on based on what the customer wants. So that gives me a free range of a full range of creativity. And a lot of times, like a lot, a lot of times. Where when I'm doing the menu, I try to challenge myself on something, at least one or two things. If I'm not like slam packed um, that, you know, during that dinner to to kind of um, practice, practice that technique or practice that dish. So it's also been a great learning experience as well. trying to challenge myself on learning new things opposed to just sticking to one to one type of cuisine. Or if I do specials at a uh, you know a restaurant, sticking to one, you know, one one set of things but um but so yeah it, it, it's it's uh it's been definitely a, a learning experience that's where I've, I've been learning pretty much on that's the part i've been learning on as far as like uh self self-teaching myself on that part now do you have one particular style or one particular dish that when somebody requests you kind of roll your eyes and go oh no not that um Let's see. Um, I don't. I've not yet. I just mostly is. It's probably like um, if it's anything dealing with desserts. All right. So this is something I'm really learning how to do. Uh, if somebody asks for a certain dessert that I never done before, I'm like, oh man, is you know. Um, all right. Then I'm kind of up to the challenge, but I don't want to. A lot of times I don't want to do it like how it's traditionally done. Like let's say if it's a cake, I want to kind of like you know, played it in, you know, in a way where it's like unique. Uh, so and that could sometimes manipulate the, the flavor, but I try not to manipulate the flavor too much where it's, it, it doesn't taste, you know, right. Yeah. And just, just to be clear for our listeners, you know, James can cook dessert. James can cook yeah. dessert very, very well. Um, and, uh, so that's not what we're saying here. You know, he's just saying, um, you know, there's particular things that, you know, traditional methods and things like that, that, you know, maybe it kind of, you know, he likes to experiment with, but, and go outside the box. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had his dessert and it's very good. So I'm not, that's not what I'm, I'm trying to get at here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now, as far as your business, you know, where, where would you like to see your business go in the next five years? Um, this go in the next five years, man. Um, to be honest with you, uh, not having to, uh, be, well, just, you know, not having to work, um, outside of the, my business, you know, uh, other than what me and my wife have, you know, our, you know, we have multiple businesses, um, so other than our business that we have, I'd rather not have to work outside of those. 
You know? Okay. That well, it was technically it wouldn't be working because it'd be something. It's everything that we want to do. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, having um, a following and a clientele that you know I can. Where it's not like I'm super jam packed, where I'm like have to deny, like turn people down so much. Yeah. But at the same time, accommodate the time, you know, and then people, you know, will be understanding. So, I mean. All right, well, here, here's a question that I think we need to uh, to ask you because, um, you know, with your newfound kind of fame, if you will, um, you're probably going to be very, very popular these days. So if somebody wants to have a dinner um, with you, like they want you to come out and cook and, and, and whatnot, you know, what's what what time frame would they need to st stick to like, like you know is it something where you need a week or i mean is it a month in advance like how far in advance do they need to be contacting you uh so i prefer three weeks that way um it gives me time to you know uh schedule some things outside of our business that gives me time to make this make the menu and also go over the terms so once the terms are uh you know agree with both parties secure the spot that slot time slot for for that date um so three weeks so they give me a plenty of time to you know go over the terms uh create the menu uh do the shopping do the prep okay and let me tell any of our listeners out there that um, especially you guys um, if you're looking for um a great experience a um a, a you know, a, a gift for your significant other, and you're not sure what to get them, the gift of a private chef goes over extremely well. Um, let me tell you, you know, with my wife, she absolutely loved it when I got her. I got it for her as a surprise for her birthday, and she just, she couldn't stop talking about it for, you know, like a week afterwards. And um, she's talking about how great it was, and about how awesome the food was, and the experience, and um, and, and it was, it was pretty neat, you know, chef, um, you know, they brought everything they needed, um, right down to, you know, forks and knives, plates, everything. There's no dishes to do. Um, and it was, it turned out extremely well. It was a great, you know, romantic evening. Um, so I'm telling you, you know, if there's anyone out there, not sure, got a birthday coming up, you know, whatever it is, you need to get in contact with chef James and chef James, how do they go about getting in contact with you? So um, they can contact me uh, through uh, Facebook or Instagram. Facebook, uh, Street Provisions, L uh, Street Provisions LLC. They can contact me through uh, Messenger, or uh, they have my contact where it's my email um, and my phone number that they can contact me on from there. Go ahead and go ahead and give us your email. Uh, email is uh, jscott.legacy uh, at gmail.com. Okay, and we're going to end today's program today by asking you this one question, which I love to ask all my guests. What is your absolute favorite food? So if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what food would that be? One food that would be, uh, I'd say oxtails, because it goes back to oxtails because my mom used to cook oxtails all the time. And... It's something that that's like, all right, well, when we, it's something that we should, when, you know, that I'm used to like, okay, I already know it's going to be good. My mom cooking the oxtails. And I finally uh, think I like I cook oxtails for her uh, and my uh, immediate family family and they enjoyed it as well. So I, I would say oxtails because they bring you back so much, so many um, um, good memories. Okay. Yeah. And so much of 
so much of, of our dining experience is, um, you know, is memory based. Mm-hmm. You know, I was eating something the other day and I hadn't thought about, about what that, you know, about anything associated with that food. And as soon as I put it in my mouth, like just this flood of memories came back to me and I was like, Whoa, like this was like when I was a kid, you know, I remember this flavor from when I was a kid and just how incredible that experience is. So, so for chef James, that's oxtails and, and that's great. Um, Chef, thank you so much for being on the program today and uh, look forward to having you back. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Chef James Scott Jr. for joining us today. If you're interested in having James come out and cook for you um, for whatever event that you have going on, I highly recommend him. Go ahead and reach out to him on Facebook or Instagram and get that lined up because he is getting very busy. Reminder, sign up for that treat tour on our website if you're interested, um, ColumbiaFoodTours.com, where you can sign up for a uh, food tour of Main Street, Columbia, uh, at our website, ColumbiaFoodTours.com. And as always, you can reach me at our email, which is info at ColumbiaFoodTours.com as well. Thank you so much for joining me on Columbia Food Chat. Mm-hmm.